Long ago in ancient times, there was a scroll of magic rhymes. It prophesied the mystic nights, the true young heroes, brave and bright. Then the dark forces came, brought the people endless pain. Now the children have no fear, come to know the mystic nights are here. Welcome back to Pop Culture Failure, where we watch a thing for pop culture and then we talk about it. I'm Sky. I am Jake. And we're watching The Mystic Knights of Tiernano, episode 20... 30. 30. 30. I it's knew that. The, it's the 30th episode of this. This is the 30th week we've done this. <laughs> yep. And it's been worth it, because this journey has yielded <laughs> just the best in both of us. <laughs> has it? I've learned so much about myself and how much I feel about dragons. It's so terrible they shut the world down. <laughs> Is this our fault? Yes. No. Our bad, everyone. Sorry. This episode's dumb. Yeah. This. I mean, this could be the intro to every single one of these, though. Yeah. Um. You know how Miter's a little guy? He what if he wasn't? He doesn't like it. He's. Uh. He's basically got Ant Man powers that when he gets <laughs> bigger, his strength gets bigger or whatever. Yeah. Uh, according to this, there's only one day until uh, Power Rangers Lost Galaxy also. Yay! Right into the corner. I'm glad it's finally time. Yeah. Went so long without Power Rangers. That's a lie. <laughs> I wonder, like, since Think it started, about it constantly. What's the What's the longest it wasn't on the air? Does, like, or Power is Rangers? Always, yeah. I, I, don't, always... I don't think there's been a, a, like a, a period where there wasn't Power Rangers since we were children. Well, because I know it's it's hopped ownership, so I didn't know if there was like a little lapse where like a year went by where I we didn't get a new season. Don't think so. There was many instances where they're like, "It's gonna end. This is the last season," and then it just kept on trucking. Well, if anyone uh, from um, the Power Rangers podcast know that answer? <laughs> Hit us up. So um, we open up, and there's a bunch of fighting. Um, there's no context, but there is a bunch of soldiers smashing shields against each other. Um, is it how it starts? Oh yeah, that, it is. That's <laughs> why I said those words in that order. I was busy thinking about Power Rangers <laughs> instead of paying attention. <laughs> uh, but apparently that fight's inconsequential because we cut over to um, Tier Nano, where there's they're having a tiny person orgy or whatever, dancing around a daisy. Yeah, a big flower. I think they got the scale right. I think that is an appropriate size for the Tier Nano. I think so. But uh, Miter shows up, and Tiernano, or not Tiernano, uh, Vinveren looks at him, he's like, hey, what are you doing here, asshole? I didn't invite you. As though he's Maleficent. Because <laughs> he did- Is poof. that her deal? Well, like the beginning of Beauty and the Beach, Beach? Be- not it. That's not it at all. Uh, Sleeping no. Beauty. Uh, she shows up because she's pissed she didn't get invited to the christening, and uh, the king of Sleeping Beauty um, you know, tells her to get- and instead, she casts a spell on a little girl. The king of Sleeping Beauty. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember what their kingdom's called. I don't know. Yeah. Then Varen's like, get out. Yeah. And uh, you get to fucking see the guy who plays Miter act the f- act up a storm. His eyes seem to come out of his head. So I think he has makeup on his eyelids. White makeup. So when he blinks, things like look like they move away they shouldn't well they also bug out pretty far he's like yeah. steve buscemi up in here it's real hard to tell in this low quality but these are the best shots of miter we get ever <laughs> so far his gross wet lizard eyes 
Um, but Miter isn't here to conquest or to conquer uh, Tirnano. And he's not here to take part in their orgy. He's not. Well, they hadn't started yet, so maybe he's just early. But um, he's like, you know, I'll stop trying to take this place over if you make me people-sized. Apparently, he doesn't have magic to do that, or maybe his magic doesn't work on himself, except for when it does. Well, Vinvarian says, you know very well it's forbidden for a fairy to do that, um, and that a, a, a big person has to turn you into a, a human size. Oh, I missed that completely. Oh, yeah. There's, like, s- standards and practices they have to abide by. But he's the bad guy? But he still has to follow the rules, I guess. What is the very little person Gestapo gonna kick in his alternate dimension door and tell him to stop it? I mean, maybe their magic just doesn't work like that. I guess they've been very inconsistent, so why not? Yeah. Um. But yeah, Tiny King says no, and Miter fucks off to go whatever it is he does when he leaves. I want to know. Did, did Miter just think of this? Like, was he like? taking a shit and he was like oh fuck (laughs) like maybe he took a really big shit and he's like what a man-sized shit and he's like man-sized of course i should be big (laughs) i mean maybe because it just seemed we're we're 30 episodes into this this seems like something you should just do from the beginning instead of striking a stupid deal with mave you should just be like i'm big i'm gonna destroy you yeah I don't know. It, it, I guess it would have had to have been a thing he had been pondering for a while, and he finally got the chutzpah to ask Vin Varen. <laughs> I guess so. Because he, I mean, Miter's not really the the type to lower himself to ask for help. So it, I think it probably took it was it was big of him. Like it was he was talking to his pun, therapist, and he's like, pun intended. <laughs> actually, that time no. Uh, but he was probably at his therapist's office, and uh, the therapist was just like, look, you just got to reach out to people, and maybe they'll surprise you. <laughs> and he took that offer, and then it blew up in his face, so now he's just going to repress even further, and also turn that therapist into a toadstool. Or maybe a, a, a spriggan. Or a spriggan. Uh, well, later on, we find out that the people he likes, he turns into spriggans. The ones that he hates yeah, turns into toadstools. True. We cut over to the hut where Angus and Rowan live. And, and they're, just, they're just doing a regular hangout gang. Yeah, well, they're doing a Houdini because they tied up Rowan and they're like, get out of this. And then he does. He's like, you just, gotta, you just gotta crack your bones in the right way and you can well, slip right out. Right away, Rowan gets kicked out of the Magician's Guild because he gives away how he did it. <laughs> I, I breathed in too far while you were tying me up, so there was extra slack. This uh, this is one of those rare things that comes back to into play later, though. I mean, kind of. No, absolutely. Because he gets out of the tie-up. I'll be real. I did get up to uh, do some laundry, and I did not pause the video. So it's I okay. I looked at my phone a lot that. in the middle of this. <laughs> um. So after uh, Rowan frees himself and explains how he did it, uh, a tiny person from Tiernano pops up and asks Rowan to talk privately. And from there, we cut over to the castle where um, Kahad and King Dad are having a chess game. Yeah, a tiny chess game. Could be. Or maybe it's like Chinese checkers. I don't know what's going on. But they're playing a game, and I guess Kahad's winning. But the um, the Mystic Knights run in, and they explain the situation. And right away, Kahad's like, oh, shit, if that tiny fairy becomes big, his power's going to double or whatever. His, his powers get big, too. So that doesn't make sense to me, but okay. He's got big powers. 
What does his, his connection to the magic force increase? Yeah, you know. Okay. The King Dad sends Angus to go do something. I forget what. He's going to go check it, check out Maeve? I don't know. To see what she's up to in all of this, I think. I think so, because he's the sneaky one? I guess so. All of his stats, or all of his stat points went into decks, so he's the best suited to sneak into the castle, even though everyone can sneak into the damn castle. I don't even think he goes to the castle. I think he just pokes around outside. <laughs> well, I mean, he's likely to find a spy out there, too, so. Yeah. Whatever. But we jump over to Castle Tamra, and uh, Miter's talking to Maeve. Because she, she's a regular-sized person who has ma- magic right. to use. Even though her magic is his magic, I guess if yeah. it's filtered through her curly, curly hair, it'll be okay? I guess so. But she's hesitant to do it because if he's ruling, or if he's a big person, then he'll want to probably take over uh, this place that she lives. Tamra. <laughs> Which is Buckley. smart. She's smart not to do it. Yeah. But also, like... She still wants magic. So. Yeah, what's he going to do? Take her, like, staff back? Yes, he's little. actually. He's little. He's the one what threw power in it. He could just make it disappear. I guess so. Someone should have just stepped on him. <laughs> just soccer kicked him. Yeah, that in this right away. What's her name? Walks out. She bumps into Torque. Like, she mentions, and Miter overhears that uh, she doesn't really want to do it. And also that Angus is looking, at, like lurking around and looking for clues. I guess like he's they, the goddamn Scooby Doo. They go around the damn corner, so like she didn't even wait to see if Miter left. Right. Also, it's a, it's made out of stone, and you know <laughs> it's echoey in there. Yeah, acoustics more, weren't invented yet. You need more tapestries in your room and less cages yeah. to put people in. <laughs> so we cut over to Castle Kells and. Kahad's doing what he does best, and he's just mixing up powders. And then there's a tiny Angus. Real quick, it doesn't even, like, his fake mixing up powders looks... Oh, he's terrible technique. Yeah, it's acted so poorly. Like, he's... I don't know. It's it's pretty clear there's nothing in that bowl, I think. Yeah, it's like when people on TV drink from an empty cup, Mm -hmm. and you can always tell, and it really bothers me. Right. Or they pick up something that doesn't have any weight to it that Mm -hmm. should... But yeah, anyway, there's a there's a tiny um, Angus. Uh, yep, tiny Angus explains that he bumped into somebody and they shrunk him, and now he needs uh, Kahad to make him a big person again. He wants to be a big boy. And I think for a second, Kahad's like, but I like you a little like this. Yeah. I could put you in my pocket. <laughs> I could just throw you in the fire and no one will know. Yeah. <laughs> this uh, is not a time where murder uh, was easily investigated, so... <laughs> So Kaha just randomly selects some powder and tosses it on him, and it, <laughs> it makes him into a big miter. Yeah, it, apparently it wasn't Angus. It was miter the whole time. Surprise! The only reason they specifically singled out Tangus was to get him out of th- for this one bit. Yep. Worth it. Miter talks in the third person a lot, and I fucking hate it. I hate his fucking Johnny Depp, Captain Jack Sparrow hands. <laughs> How else will They're you know he's just- evil? They're always just up by his face. Yeah, for expression. Expression. Yeah. Then real Angus runs in, because apparently he found some shit out, and he wants to tell everybody, and uh, Kahad's like, I don't think it's really you. I'm going to throw some powder in your face, and then does. I guess this is magic detecting powder. I'm pretty sure it comes out of the same tin. Yeah. I, I, 
I mean, if nothing else in this show, everyone fucks up constantly, so no one's ever really mad <laughs> at anyone else for fucking up, because they all fuck up so often. Well, I, I, it seems as though Kahad's always throwing powders at Angus. Well, yeah, that's true. And then they go through the thing, and Khan's like, yeah, I, I bonered this up super bad. Uh, Miter's a big boy now. Which means he's got big boy powers. <laughs> he's got those big boy pants and big boy powers. Back at Castle Tamra, uh, Maeve doesn't know that he's he got big yet. He wasn't embiggened. She didn't know he was embiggened yet. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. And And she is thinking about how she's going to convince him that he doesn't want to be big. Which is silly, because he apparently knows that he gets bigger powers, right? Yeah. And he's already a bookie who wants shit. <laughs> he should have just had Aideen explain to him how, what being big was like. She <laughs> ended up going back to being little, right? Yeah. but She's I... definitely dead, right? Because she hasn't been in like the last six episodes. Her and Garrett are dead. <laughs> they went off together to get married. <laughs> uh, yeah, a- Aideen had different motivations. She wanted to be big so she could get like... Blade, yeah. <laughs> Whereas Miter wants to get big so he can subjugate the masses, so so, so he can er- turn everyone into a toadstool. Yeah, or a slave. He does say that, which is unsettling. And then fucking Maeve just leaves her goddamn magic staff leaning against the throne, so he just picks it up. Yeah, she kind of just leaves it lying around anyway, and it's not smart on her part. <laughs> But uh, Miter is gracious enough to offer her a chance to rule by his side, sort of. But he knows that he has all the power in the situation, so he makes her get up, and then he turns Torque into a Spriggan? Or a Toadstool? A, a, a Spriggan. And then Maeve fucks right off. I would, too. I mean, I don't blame her. I just, yeah. That's what she does. When your tiny patron is there, he's shooting green lightning every which way, and he takes your magic staff, and while you're a and- formidable swords person... He's also some sort of giant fairy man. Right. Plus, but his fingernails are real sharp. Probably. Those two on each hand or whatever seems to be the case. They are great for cocaine. Well, yes. Yeah, Miter exiles Maeve. She runs away. Um, we see the, the Kells and Tamra <laughs> troops running at each other some more for more fighting. I'm not sure what about. Cause I thought we still had a truce, but I guess not. Uh, that that ended after the next commercial break. <laughs> it's probably true. So they could call the truce in this one later. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, so presumably Miter just sent these troops to fight the Kells guys, right? Seems like. Oh, and there's Aideen. Oh, I guess she's not dead. She was in uh, Maeve's castle, though, because she has relayed all of the stuff that took part in there. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm, this must have been when I was looking down. Could be. So Deirdre gets the idea that we could probably like make a deal with Miter. He only wants Tamra. Fuck it. We don't want that land. There's no First off, there's no people there. It's all yeah. soldiers. And that castle sucks. There's no lighting. Plus, I salted the earth so nothing will grow. <laughs> King Dad dispenses uh, Ivar and uh, Deirdre because they're royalty and they're good at this thing, I guess. Meanwhile, Rowan and Kahad go to see Tiny King. And he gives them a riddle? Sort of. I uh, mean, Kahad refers to it as a riddle. Yeah, it's more of a statement. Or a metaphor, really. I don't remember what it is, though. <laughs> Do so, you? I, no, not, it's going to come up in a sec, though. But Kahad admits that uh, I got tricked, and I don't 
right now. I don't have the magic to turn him back. Does he need some more fucking herbs? I, I don't know. Tiny King says, sometimes when earning his keep, the wolf must work with the sheep. Oh. The, yep. And Cod's like, yep, I know exactly what that means. And then they both leave with... Alright, but there's ten minutes left of the episode. Clearly you don't know. <laughs> uh, from there, we cut to Castle Tamra, where Ivar and Deirdre are already there in front of Miter. One of the uh, the Tamra troops comes by and drops like a basket full of gold or something, saying that it's another tribute from somebody. There's no people in this area. Who's giving him <laughs> shit? They get, they uh, took up a collection in the around the office to to appease him. <laughs> this is they're just raiding the treasury and they're like, here, here's another yeah. tribute. Perhaps he doesn't know where the vaults are yet, so they can borrow from them. Could be. They're trying to spark the spark. They're trying to strike the deal. We don't have to fight. You you can be cool if we we'll be cool if you be cool. And then a, a guard comes by and he's like, "I got some bad news. Miter doesn't like it, so he turns him into a toadstool." <laughs> it's like <laughs> the Mystic Knights just stand there, like, "Yep, that yeah. happened." Well, I mean, that guy is magic, and you're just clutching a plastic a trident. He'd <laughs> probably true. be scared too. It's itty bitty. Uh, Miter then explains how he wants to turn everyone he hates into toadstools and everyone he likes into spriggans, because he's just disinterested in general with people. And I mean, Deirdre... I get that part. <laughs> sure. Deidre yells at him, how can you turn your subjects into, in, into like, toadstools? And he's like, these aren't, <laughs> whatever, I do what I want. He's like, like this, and then he uses his magic. <laughs> <laughs> More or less. So, uh... The two of them, like, Ivar smacks the, the Havoc staff out of his hands, and then they run away. But as the... Uh, well, Ivar starts to run away, and... Uh, Deirdre and wants to kick Mi- some ass. Well, Miter... But the reason she wants to kick ass is because Miter calls uh, Ivar nothing, and she's like, but he called you nothing. That's what she says. There's the, that's when I started paying attention again, because I thought it was extra stupid. And then I realized... That made me realize I wasn't paying much attention. I see. Um, but she she says, but he called you nothing. Like she, she she's the the idiot who can't just back down from a fight, even though the <laughs> the insult was so inconsequential. <laughs> she's Marty McFly. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not a chicken. You I'm not nothing. Uh, Ivar doesn't give a shit. No, Ivar's like, let's fuck out of here. I, I, I don't. Yeah, I don't want to be turned into a thing. Please. I live in a kingdom across the sea. I'll be safe. I can leave whenever I want. <laughs> I'll take my fucking magic powers and dip. <laughs> uh, but they run the football field home and explain the situation. This entire episode is them just gathering information a <laughs> yeah. little bit at a time. God reminds everybody of the stupid statement that the king, the tiny king made. How the sheep need to work with the, the wolves. Yeah. And they're like, oh, that means we got to work with Queen Mav. She's a sorceress, except all of her powers go from Miter, and she doesn't have her fucking Havoc staff. <laughs> so all she has right now is a sword. Which is fine. I mean, if there wasn't magic. Uh, it's also fine if they would be willing to stab someone. <laughs> yeah. Or cut a bitch. Yeah. Uh, we cut to some random cave <laughs> in the countryside where Queen Mav has met with several different guys. They are all holding some sort of uh, medieval weapon. 
Uh, one of which is a uh, a big like battle axe, but if you look at it, um, the light reflects off the blade in such a way where it's either made from Damascus steel or very poorly painted wood. <laughs> it uh, does have that grain to it. it. <laughs> and I am more willing to believe that it's poorly painted wood than it is yes. Damascus steel. Um, I don't know who these guys are. I, I guess, rep- are they mercenaries? They're representatives from a village or something, because they say they, he's already turned people from my village into a told school, stool or a spriggan or whatever. Sure. Okay, so, so are these people from Tamra or Kells? I don't know. Because they're dressed like they're from Kells. Because they're reddish? Yeah. And, yeah. like, they, we've never seen people from Tamra yeah. who aren't clad in black and purple. Maybe they're in-betweeners that are, like, neutral. <laughs> they're on the border. Yeah. Could be. They're in the suburbs. And then the goddamn Mystic Knights show up. Like, how did you know she was there? Uh, what did they say? They followed something. Well, I, I, Ivar says we trekked you from the castle. Yeah, that's what he says. But... But, yeah, that doesn't make so any sense. So does that mean they ran all the way to Castle Tamra and then followed her footprints to this cave? Seemingly, yes. Okay. Because great. Ivar's a detective, remember? Right. Her That's why he has, has a stupid a hat. He needs a deerstalker hat instead of a stupid helmet. <laughs> uh, and he needs a big magnifying glass instead of a... <laughs> and a pipe. Yeah. So Mav is just like... She pulls a sword and she's like, What the fuck do you guys want? I'm dealing with some stuff right now. Yeah, I'm busy. And uh, the knights are like, we, we should work together. Uh, we've got a common interest. Maybe if we work together, we can get Miter not on the throne. Yeah. As big of a dick as you are, he's a bigger dick. He's got more magic, and he's not afraid of just murdering. Yeah. We don't... Well, I mean, Torque got turned into a Spriggan, but we don't know if the Toadstool people survived or not. Well, we do eventually know they do. Well, maybe they survived for like a day. No, I mean, we see them turn back into people at the end. Yeah, but like maybe... Like, we didn't see them collapse into death, is what I'm saying. Oh. Immediately after they got repeopled. I guess that's true. Uh, I, I guess Maeve is just in this for the love of the game. Because, <laughs> because like, Miter's just like, let's kill everyone. And she she toys around and she dicks around so much that I think I think this is all part of the fun for her. It's She's like the Joker with Batman, where she's just like, this is it. This is life. We're the balance. Maybe that's why I just kind of am super disinterested with her. <laughs> also, this show isn't that clever at all. Yeah. So. So, Miter is standing there and he's, like, dictating new laws or rules or something. Yeah. And signing with his creepy claws. Those <laughs> crack nails. Um, one of the soldiers kind of, like, sneaks in and is like, please don't, please don't turn me into a fungus. But we got good news. There's, Queen Mav is here. She's got... Mystic Knights. These people just walk right in. No problem. Miter has no issue with this, even though he's seen this happen a thousand times. <laughs> and all of the Mystic Knights have, like, gags, and they're tied up. And none of them are struggling, which I would find extremely suspicious, were I him. Yeah. Ivor's not got his hat, though. They, she took his hat? <laughs> well, that was just in a set. That was, she was helping him out there. <laughs> and then... 
uh, after Mav explains what happened, how sh- how she overpowered them and brought them here as tributes and whatever, uh, Miter kicks away his footstool, which ended up being a guy. Like the quality is so bad, I couldn't tell. But apparently, <laughs> he was just using a dude as a footstool. Uh, and he that runs means away. that dude was just kneeling there during take after take. Yep, until he got shoved. I am- admire the dedication. I, I doubt this show had that many takes. Though. Probably not. Maybe three. I'm going to guess yeah. three tops. That was the the rule. Like, no more than three takes. So Pro- get it right. Yeah, probably. I mean, they had a pretty tight shooting schedule, I would imagine. Yeah. Miter stands up to accept the, the, I don't know, bribe, I guess, is appropriate. And uh, Mav's like, yeah, I, I didn't want to live in exile because that sucked a whole bunch. But uh, so here's Mystic Knights. Um, so Miter wants to turn the boys into toadstool, and then he's like, but I'm going to turn this girl into a spriggan for a slave. And then all of a sudden, Rowan has freed himself from his bonds, and he grabs the Havoc staff and hands it off to Maeve, and it's like, hey, you missed your shot to destroy that yet again. Yeah, luckily Miter was standing close enough to them that, with and grandstanding that <laughs> Rowan just reached over and took it from him. Well... I mean, he's a wizard, so his tiny little hands aren't very strong. I know, but like, he was just—he was so close and all up in in Angus or uh, in Rowan's grill. Like, I know this isn't the biggest set, but yeah, that's fair. So Mav tries to uh, to shrink him, not or shrink Miter, that is, uh, and it doesn't work. Shocking, because now he's got big boy powers. Yeah, he's he, pissed. Uh, he uses his vaguely green powers to stop her. <laughs> that's right. So, uh, the Mystic Knights take their weapons from the guards, who also didn't take this opportunity to betray them, which is kind of nice. And they Mystic Morph while Maeve, like, does a contest of strength between her and Miter. She grapples. (laughs) Okay, we're 17 minutes and 40 seconds in when they Mystic Morph. Woo! And I believe we're, like, 19 minutes in when they're done. Probably. They are Mystic Knights for so little of this. Yeah. Those costumes, I mean, they're just costumes. You don't, you're really only spending money on them morphing, but you already spent that. Like, this is reused footage. Yeah. Why are we doing this? Um, so, Miter shoots some green electricity and knocks all four of the knights down at one time. And then he shoots Mav with some electricity as well. And she takes it right in the gut like a champ. I mean, she doesn't even fall down. She's a pro. Or maybe she's just also a wielder of uh, green magic, so shit doesn't hurt as bad. But then Kahad kicks in the door. He's like, yeah, I'm here too. And by kicks in the door, you mean casually pushes away the guards standing in front of them. <laughs> yes. With with the least amount of effort. Just like the most old man, he just, here I am. <laughs> well, to be fair, the actor himself is like 150. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, I thought about the thing that Tiny King said and about the sheep and the wolves. And uh, it meant I need to be here, too. So I'm going to also shoot magic at you. Yeah, it meant all the sheep, I guess. Here's the thing. I ain't never seen Kahad shoot magic. Nobody. But here he, he does, does just this now. time. <laughs> so everybody so they... shoots him with magic and Miter turns tiny again. And everybody who was turned into a thing, turns back into what they were originally. And we don't see any more Mystic Knights. Less than less than two minutes. That's right. Um, so, like, Torque comes back and he yells at the guards to take down the Mystic Knights. 
which is a good impulse on his part. Yeah. Deirdre says something to the effect of, hey, we were able to work together. Maybe we can have peace. And Mev tells her basically to fuck off. I mean, we're going to have a tiny truce, but you can fuck all the way off. So they all leave, uh, including the guards. And it's just Queen Mev and Miter. And they have a heart to heart. Miter yeah. says that he despises her for what she did, but he also respects the thing she did. And I guess we still need each other. Yeah. She was like, I need your powers, so. Yeah. And you need me. That's to crown. You need me because I can reach stuff on the high shelf. <laughs> I guess he can teleport to the high shelf, but he didn't think about that at the moment. Yeah. So, I guess th- even though they betrayed each other like a bunch in this episode, neither of them cares as long as they're sort of useful to one another. Yeah. So Which their, seems short-sighted. Yeah, their alliance is not well thought out. We jump back to Castle Kells, and Rowan and Deirdre are telling King Dad about uh, what had happened. Um, I'm like, too bad we couldn't work with her all the time. She's a pretty competent sorceress or something or other. Like, is she, though? <laughs> and then Angus no is tied up. No one in this is competent. Ivar walks in Angus, and Angus is all tied up. And he's like, I'm going to Houdini out of this, too. And then doesn't, and then the episode ends. Wah, wah. Angus is bad at yeah. stuff. And I can't, it kind of sounded like they snuck in a fart joke, but I think it was just the, the straining of the ropes. <laughs> it's hard to tell, though. I'm going to double check. Hold on just a sec. Okay. Turn up the volume real quick. Crank it. Yeah. Again, I can't tell if it's a fart or not. It, it's, I'm going to pretend that it's not. I'm so going to pretend that it is. Okay. But, like, uh, Rowan's Houdini thing had nothing to do with him escaping. <laughs> like, they just didn't tie him up very much because the whole thing was a ploy. No. You got to tie him up proper and then use his magic powers. His magic escaping from ropes powers. I, I don't think that's what happened at all. I think that's exactly what happened. I think you're wrong. Like good art, it's open for interpretation. It's not, though. Um, so, Jake, who was the most likable or effective character? Oh, man. I I guess I guess it ha- it's probably Vin Varen, because he was the only one who didn't fucking fall for anything. <laughs> and he did have the nicety to actually give the Mystic Knights a heads up. Yeah, that's true. And then give them a riddle. Yeah, he put off the potato orgy for... Uh, to help them we were about to fuck that flower and this guy showed up and he said make me big and then i was like i ain't gonna make you big and then unless so it's in the of, pants so, so then we picked the guy who was the worst at fucking the flower and we send him to tell you <laughs> and he did it good yeah, job everyone. and then he then he came back and we rewarded him with uh fucking the flower <laughs> i'm gonna say it was deirdre who got so mad at ivar's expense oh with the uh you're not but How he said you're nothing? nothing how could she say that how could that bad lady or bad bad man say that? Yeah, I appreciate that. Uh, what was the most terrific thing? I think uh, I think that it was uh, that we got to see more of Miter's weird hand movements and <laughs> his weird facial expressions. Well, I'm gonna give it to the the, the man who is playing Ivar, or I mean uh, Miter. Yeah, yeah, he, he was terrific, <laughs> doing his best out there. Or whatever we, whatever we're on. 
I don't think it's terrific. It was. I set them out of order by accident. Oh, okay. I don't know. Um, I think it was pretty terrific <laughs> when Queen Mav took a shot of evil lightning to the tum tum and didn't even really fall down. Like she got pushed into a wall. But she knows she, how to scrap. She's from the streets. Yeah, she'll fuck your shit all the way up. All the way. So, uh, what'd you do for a pop culture palate cleanse in these Ooh, trying times? In these trying times, I don't have to go anywhere other than work <laughs> and then home, so it's been nice. Uh, Katie and I are still trucking through Bob's Burgers, which is always a delight. Yep. Um, uh, today, we watched a little bit of Simpsons Season 8, which has, uh, what did we the watch? The best episodes? Um, yeah, it really does. What else did I do, Sky? I had a list in my head um, to tell you. Oh, Katie and I watched The Tiger King. Yeah. Which I don't know. I've heard stuff. You should watch it, Sky. It's fucked and it's so good. (laughs) Um, It it was one of those things where we were going to, there are seven episodes or whatever. We were like, we'll watch this over the course of the weekend. And we started on uh, Thursday, I think. (laughs) And um, we were done with it less than 24 hours later because it's so good and you're just like we got you got to watch another one we got and then suddenly it's over and uh it's all happened to you and it's so insane and so good so i highly recommend it it's bonkers every every maybe 6 minutes there's another twist yeah just over 7 hours just every i'll, I'll be generous maybe it's 8 minutes there's another twist and it's so good I'm sorry, is this a documentary or is this like a, a thing? It's a docu-series. Docu-series, okay. I couldn't yeah. remember if it was real life or if it was made to look like it was. Uh, no, it's real life. Luckily, everyone in it's like megalomaniac, so they just film everything they do, so they have all this footage. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, uh, so I highly recommend Tiger King. I know the rest of the internet is going on and on about it, but uh, they are not wrong. Like, <laughs> it's, it's, the hype is real. Uh, get into it. Um, I think you'll like it, Sky. You should text me while you're watching it, though, because it's a thing you need to have someone be there with you, at least emotionally, because <laughs> to look there's and say, so... What the fuck is this noise? Exactly, to just be like, what is, is this happening now, too? <laughs> and this? Like, it's so much of that. <laughs> so uh, I will be here for you while you watch it. Okay, appreciate it. Yeah. Um, that was the most exciting thing I, I, I had done. Um, so yeah, what about you? Uh, I've watched a bunch of movies and stuff like I'd like to. Um, nothing of note, though. I still haven't watched Pastor like I want to, but we'll get there eventually. Um, it's okay, I still haven't watched the Turtles of Batman thing yet. <laughs> uh, I have been futzing about with my, uh, 3D printer, and I made some new dice boxes. One of which is an insert into an Altoids tin. So, uh, I have, uh... My, been eating my Altoids? Well, I went and bought some Altoids, uh, specifically for the tin. And now my dice smell like delicious spearmint. <laughs> um, and I ran the second session of the campaign I wrote last night. And once again, I have dramatically uh, underestimated the amount of time it will take to do stuff. So, I have, like, a, a tower with six floors that I had written up. And I assumed that my players could knock that out in like 45 minutes to an hour. And we are six, five to six hours into the campaign, and they are not up the tower yet. So, Well, that's on you at this point, if it keeps surprising you. Well, it's only been two sessions. so Right, but now you know. Yeah, I guess. Once to... you know, then you know, and now you know. 
you know? I do. Good. But aside from that, not a lot else. Mostly D&D stuff. It's been very much occupying my brain. Yeah. We watched Anastasia also. That movie's um, pretty good. It's got yeah, one of the Simpsons in it. Uh, Hank Azaria? Hank Azaria. Yeah. yeah. He's the bat? Yeah. And uh, Sideshow Bob is there. The Kelsey Grammer? Yeah, he's in it. Huh. And Christopher Lloyd is there. It's an all-star cast. It's a who's who of who. It's who. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, but yeah, that's that's pretty much all I've done. Um, so I think that will probably do it for this week. Um, thank you guys very much for listening. Um, I hope you guys are staying safe, staying sane. Uh, it doesn't look like anything's going to end anytime soon. So, like, you know, <laughs> chase your bliss, but stay inside. Chase your bliss. Yeah, get on Google Maps if you need to go somewhere and go somewhere. Yeah. Uh, all of this will really make me appreciate recording with you in the same room, if nothing else. <laughs> Luckily, the internet exists still. It's true for now. <laughs> Till it runs out of juice. Yeah. But yeah. So thank you guys very much for listening. You can follow the show at Failed Pop Culture with no E at the end. You can email the show at popculturefailure at gmail.com. And you can follow me. I'm at Sandwich Surplus. I'm at Midwest Love Affair. And thanks again for listening. And we will see you guys next week. Hell yeah. Stay frosty, everyone. <laughs>